Bibles with me. The title of our message is this, that it's a new season. It's a new season. And I'll see here up on the screen. We'll put that up here in a moment. The title so you can see that because I want you to understand the differences between seasons and putting and understanding where we flow. So if we'll, we'll go ahead and do that. But turn in your Bibles with me and, and look with me in Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse one. All right. So here's what I want you to understand. Can I come down and talk to you a little bit? Is that all right? OK. All right. Praise God. Hallelujah. Everybody say it's a new season. Now, I'm giving you a chance to turn there because I'm ready to take off. So I'm giving a chance for you to turn there. Ecclesiastes, come on now. And then uh, uh, chapter 3, verse 1. It's a new season. And God has new things planned for you this year, this season. Man, we're not going to go back and think about what we missed, what didn't happen, what didn't take place in 2015. We can't do anything about it, can we? No. But we can look forward to what God can do and wants to do in our life right now, today, going forward. So here's what it says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. Have you found it? It says this. To everything there is a season. Say season. There is a time for every purpose under heaven. Now here's what I want you to do. I want you to look around. Look around at your neighbor, even if you have to turn around, you know, just look around and say, look at all these people. Say, look at you. Oh, man, you look good. Tell somebody that you look good. Come on. You look good. Come on now. All right. Now tell someone else you look good. Okay. And you see the faces and, and say, look at your faces. And the reason I want you to turn around because this, mo this moment, this morning, I believe as you stepped into the church, as you came and you did all that you were supposed to do, you're believing God to move in your heart. You have just stepped into a new season in your life. And, and, and everyone here this morning, I believe if you will take what God has prepared in your hearts right now and receive the word of God, that you'll be blessed. Everybody say new season. Now, so this morning, I'm going to share with you quickly a few principles and make sure we get this. I want you to have this, that when you're in a new season, here's what a new season brings. Write this down because I always want to give you the, the principles up front. And here it is. Number one. When you, when you step into a new season, it brings, here's what it brings, new changes. Everybody say new changes. All right? Not only that, number two, when you, when you step into a new season, it brings new challenges. So there's new changes, there's new challenges, but also what I like is this. Think about it. When you enter into and you step into a new season, man, it will birth champions. Listen, the champion in you. I believe that because what God will do, you know, when you grow something and the season and you're supposed to plant it, it begins to take forth and bud and it grows. Can you say amen? That's what's supposed to happen. Well, this is your season to grow. This is your season where everything that you've been believing God for to come to pass. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm excited about that. So we're going to look at a few people's lives. I believe God is moving us as a church. Now, hear me. He's moving us as a church. But before he can move us as a church, he has to move us as a people into a new level, a new dimension. Listen, of seeking him. This is why it's important that we're going to create a prayer culture. This is why it's important that you need to be here on Sunday morning from 930 to 10 o'clock so we can pray together. We'll have up on the screen what we're praying about, who we're praying about. But together, collectively, when we come in, we understand that even when in the early church, when they gathered together and they were in one accord, what happened? Oh, man, God began to do things, you know, in their midst. He began. We know what he did. He poured out, come on, his power upon them. I'm looking for God to pour out his power upon you in this church. New level. Everybody say new level. Now, you know what? We serve a God of seasons. Yeah. Now, understand this. When I say serve a God of seasons, as we even see up here, you can see the different seasons. Can you see them? 
all right? But we know when we say seasons, we say winter, spring, summer, and fall. We serve a God of seasons. But the other thing, I was meditating upon this, and I, when I talk about serving a God of seasons, but we serve the God who created, and understand this, he created the four seasons. But not only did he create the four seasons, but he created, as we understand, the world as we know it, even the solar system, I believe that. And so here we have, man, man, we got all the planets. Name, name some planets for me. You got Pluto. Come on. You got Saturn. Give me some more. You got Mars. You got, I mean, come on, all these planets, right? But also he created the sun. But do you know what's so interesting about these planets and, and the solar system? That every planet moves and is constantly moving in every season. But you know what happens with the sun? It stands still. And the, all these planets revolve around the sun. And I said, Lord, that's interesting because here's what happens. As you and I are like planets and we're moving and we're going to be moving throughout this season. But guess what? The S-O-N, Jesus, remains the same. And as he remains the same and we're revolving around him, here's what he said, that he is the same what? Yesterday, today, and forever. And understand this, no matter what's going on, no matter what season you're in, some will say, man, 2015, you just don't know. I came out of a season and praise God, I don't want to go back. Well, you're not going to. But enter into a new season this year. And you know what? Now, how many know that when you enter into new seasons, again, there's going to be new changes. When you enter into a new season, there's going to be new challenges. When you enter into a new season, things are going to sprout. Things are going to grow. So here's what happens. We have to understand when those things take place, but God, listen, Jesus remains the same. Say, remains the same. And this is what I want you to hear, because no matter what's happening in your life, no matter what you're going to be going through going forward, know this, that the one who is the most stable person, come on, the most stable being is in your life, and he is the son of God, and he is going to remain the same. And all you've got to do is hook up with him and say, Lord, thank you that you never change. Praise God. Never change. Say never change. All right. So, so, so look, look with me at this here. I want you to understand. Let's look at Peter's life. Now, now, some of you say, man, but you just don't know what I've been through. And I will say this, that no matter what season you've gone through, I believe that God has been with you. Now, some people say, whew, I don't know. That's kind of hard for me to believe. That's even kind of hard for me to see because I know how I felt. I know what I went through. But I'm going to tell you right now, God has been with you. What happens a lot of times, we may not recognize he was there because sometimes we're focusing more on what's happening to us as we're going through this season. Come on. Then we're recognizing that God is there in the midst of us going through whatever we're going through. But there's even a purpose for us going through things. If we'll go through, notice I said through. Everybody say through. So that doesn't mean that we stop in the middle of the season. See, we may be going through stuff. And some seasons, you know what, are wonderful. How many love it when, when, when you're walking in and you're living on the mountaintop? I mean, you are just like, praise God, it's wonderful, it's exciting. What a great season, right? I mean, we can stay there all day long, isn't that right? Say, you know, someone say, Pastor, how you doing? Or, or I ask you, how are you doing? And you say, man, I'm doing great. Hallelujah, I'm living on the mountaintop, right? But then how many know that there's sometimes also, come on now, that we're living sometimes in the valley. And we're living in a valley. What happens is, is we still say, praise God, hallelujah, come on, I'm doing great. God is blessing. God is moving in my life. But you know what happens sometimes in seasons? That sometimes we're staying in a season longer than we want to stay in that season. We're wondering how long is this going to last? When, when is night going to be over? When is the daylight going to shine? It seems like I get up and I'm in this season. And I don't know when it's going to happen. But I will tell you this. As you go through that season, God is preparing you for something great and significant in your life if you let him do it. 
I said, if you let him do it. Let's look at Peter's life with me. I want you to turn in your Bibles. Let's go and look at Peter because Peter gives us a great example. And as you're turning there, how many of you know that David also learned, King David learned a few things. Turn with me to Mark. I mean, excuse me, not Mark. I want you to go to uh, Matthew. And, and I want you to see Peter's life. We're going to look at Matthew chapter 4. But before we get there, let me say this to you. How many of you know that King David went through some things in his life? And do you believe that he understood some things about seasons, that he understood some things about challenges, that he understood some things about life as a whole? Do you believe that? Well, of course you do. Because even if you read here in Psalms chapter 23, verse 4, how many of you know what it says? You know, right? It says this, simply this, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You know that, right? For you are with me, come on, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Notice, notice this, as I walk through the valley. Everybody say through the valley. So in other words, you're not staying in the valley. Praise God. We're walking through. Everybody say walk through. And that's what we do. We're walking through the valley. But also this, I want to say this as you turn. Have you found Matthew yet? Okay, I'm just helping you to get there, okay? Now, as you get in there, let me say this with you too. Philippians 1, 6, just write it down. You don't have to turn there. You can turn there after. But here's what I want you to know, and I want to, to make sure we just deposit it in your spirit, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Christ. Yeah. In other words, the season that you're in, Right now, the new season, what God is initiating in your life, he's going to make sure whatever is started in your life, he's going to complete. Praise God. And all we have to do is trust him. Just trust him. Now, now I begin, and I'm thinking about that, and I say, well, who better, what better life to look at than Peter? Wow. Peter had been through some stuff, man. And so we're going to look at Peter and see what he's gone through. So turn your Bibles with me. If you're already there, that's cool. Let's go to Matthew. And we're going to look at our first point. Matthew, we're turning to here together, is chapter 4, verse 18. Now, as you're turning there, let me say this about Peter. Peter began to understand some things about moving through seasons or new changes. Now, I know this, and you and I know this, that things have changed 10 years ago than today. Am I right? In fact, things were changed and have changed even from yesterday, bless you, even from yesterday to today. Do you believe that? Okay, so we know that. So, so each and every season that, that we go through, I believe that God wants us to grow and he wants us to develop. Now, looking at Peter's life, Peter, you begin to understand, when Jesus, here he is with his brother, we're going to read it, Andrew, we're going to read it though. Here they are as fishermen. What are they doing? What do fishermen do? So here they are fishing. And then here comes Jesus walking into their life and when he walked into their life, it started a whole new season for them. Yeah. But we're going to focus on Peter right now. All right. So look with me together. Verse 18 through 20, Matthew chapter four. If you found it, say praise the Lord. Notice this. And Jesus walking by the sea of Galilee saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting the net into the sea for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, follow me. And I will make you, you want to highlight that, you want to write that down, this is so important, and I will make you fishers of men. Everybody say, make you. And they immediately, what do they do? They left their nets and they followed them. Now, between you and I, we look at Peter's life, he was an ordinary fisherman. I mean, it really wasn't, if you look at him, nothing special about him. But all when Jesus stepped into his life, his ordinary began to change to be an extraordinary. In other words, God has a purpose for his life. Let me say this to you, that you may have seen ordinary, 
to others. But let me tell you this. But when God stepped into your life, you change from being ordinary to extraordinary. You change to be someone special that God has called and has his hand upon your life. In fact, the Bible says that you and I, we are peculiar people. Peculiar. There's something different about us. There's something different about you. But then I think about Peter and all that he went through. Man, you think about changes. What change? What change? Everybody say, what change? The word, and write this down in the Greek. When it says the word make or make you, write this down. That word make in the Greek means this, to sprout forth. To sprout forth. So when Jesus said, follow me, I'm going to make you fishers of men. He's saying, you are going to, Peter, you are going to sprout forth. You are going to begin to grow. You're going to begin to change. There's going to be some new changes in your life that's going to take place. You're no longer going to be just considered only as a fisherman, a fisher of, listen, a fisherman, but a fisher of men. And I want you to see yourself that when God called you, you're no longer, listen, how many like fishing? I like fishing. But listen, you're no longer going to be fishing for fish, but we should be fishing for men. We should be out there doing what God has called us to do. New changes. Everybody say new changes. The same thing that Peter was doing. Now, let's go on. So we see the word. You see the word here, the purpose. Now, let me say this about, about Peter's life. You know what? Seasons that you and I go through are for a purpose. And if you plant a seed and you plant and you expect a harvest, do you plant a seed in the wintertime? Okay. Now, what if you, do you even plant a seed in the harvest time? See, you plant a seed, a seed early enough so that it begins to grow over time. Most of the time when we're planting and seeing people plant, usually it's in the spring, springtime. So but understand this, that there's a purpose for, and some of you may not, may not understand this or you may not like this, but there's a purpose for every season that you go through so that you can grow as a seed that is planted in the earth. Now, I'm not saying that God brings things upon you that are negative things. Don't, let's not go down that road. What I'm saying is as you're in a season in your life, what are you going to grow? How are you going to grow from that season? What are you going to learn from that season? There's a purpose. It's almost like taking a test. How many have taken a test and you can continue to take it forever, but you've taken it multiple times? You know what I'm talking about. And because you've taken it multiple times, but here's the thing. But when, once you pass that test, you don't have to take that test over again. Come on now. And what happens in our lives, we're going through seasons. We have to learn things and, and understand not only are we going to go through seasons of change, but we're also going to go through seasons where challenges will be brought to us. Challenges. What was the challenge that was brought to Peter's life? I'm so glad you asked. But there were many challenges. Do you know in Matthew 14, 28, turn there with me, you're already there. Here we have an ordinary man following Jesus, and now he realized that his life was changed. He's no longer fishing after fish, but he's fishing after men. But then the challenges begin to take place, and it talks about this, that, that in Matthew 14, 28, his faith was challenged. Everybody say faith. Now, has your faith ever been challenged? I know mine has. And here we see Peter now, and, and Jesus is walking on the water. Say water. And as he's walking on the water, they're in the boat. All the disciples are in the boat. Now, his faith is going to be challenged here. And he's saying, Jesus, if that's you, then listen, add, ask me to come. Or listen, bid me to come, some of your translations say. And then Jesus said, it's me. 
Do you know that the faith challenge right off the bat that Peter had to decide, am I going to step out of this boat or am I going to stay in this boat? Am I going to walk in faith or am I not going to walk in faith? Am I going to walk in doubt and unbelief? No. Peter said he was challenged and he stepped out of the boat and he began to walk. Everybody say walk. And he began to take another step. And as he did, he began to walk towards Jesus. He began to walk towards the one who spoke life into him. He began to walk towards the one that says, I'm changing your life. You're entering into a new season, Peter, and you're going to begin. Your destiny is to begin to follow after me and to pursue men and not just fish only. The question is, how about your faith? What is he saying to you? And are you stepping out this year? I mean, can't tell you another thing that wasn't interesting to me that Peter's life challenges, his humility was challenged. Whew. Humility. How many ever had your humility challenged? Wow. Is that, is that not a growth, I mean, a place right there? I mean, that alone will, will cause you to grow. But notice this, that remember when Jesus said to the disciples, as they'd all gathered together, that I'm going to wash your feet. And then washing the disciples' feet, Remember the humility. First of all, Jesus humbled himself to become a servant to wash the feet of the disciples. But then the disciples had to sit down and allow Jesus to wash their feet. What did Peter say? Oh, my goodness. Peter, whoo, he said, wash my feet. No, Lord, you're not going to wash my feet. And Jesus said to him, Peter, listen, if I don't wash your feet, then you have nothing to do with me. I've come to serve you. And that was a challenge for Peter because he knew that, that I'm the one that should be washing your feet. Why do you want to wash my feet? And he's teaching them an example on humility. Everybody say humility. And we, know, we understand this, that he being Jesus, that he is, he knew this as he's learning that who he was. And remember, he's the one that said, and even as the Lord spoke to him, he said, who do men say that I am? Remember that? Who do men say that I am? And he says, Peter, who do men say? And what did Peter say? You know, that you are what? You're the son of God. You see? And we understand that Jesus spoke to him and he said, listen, this, you didn't just receive that revelation by anybody, but this revelation came to you by the spirit of God. You see, you can understand that. But, but not only that were those, those challenges, there's so many other challenges and many other instances in Peter's life, but he stepped up to the challenge. Say, step up. Can I tell you this? That as you're walking through this new season in your life, understand this, that regardless of what you go through, even though it seems at times in Peter's life that he wasn't going to make it, that man, he stepped up and he messed up. Come on now. Can you, you understand what I'm saying? That it seems like even at times, and maybe you've been here before, that even in Peter's life, it seemed like he was walking in a season of failure. If you think about that, a season of failure. Because who denies the Christ? Who says, come on now, you know what? I'll not deny you. In fact, you know, I'll never deny you, Peter. Peter, you are going to deny me three times, Peter. On the third time, the rooster or the cock will crow. Not me, Lord. Who are you talking to? You must be talking to somebody else. But see, can you imagine then after that happened? And here's what I'm saying. After it happened, and here they are in the courtyard. 
And here's Jesus, I mean, after being beaten, after being humiliated, after being spit on, after his beard being pulled out. I mean, just imagine, he already put a crown on his head and blood was flowing down his forehead and down. I mean, even to, can you imagine that? You know, and then all of a sudden, here comes, you know, someone asks him, hey, you look like one of the followers. Are you a follower of Christ? Not me. And it went through that whole process. And on the third time, here's Peter, because he's dealing with his life and he's examining himself. And what a challenge. And then when the, when the rooster crowed and the, the cock crowed and turned, guess what? He turned and looked. And the same time he turned and looked at Jesus, Jesus was looking at him. Can you imagine then Peter running away, feeling like a failure? I failed the Lord. What do I do? How do I do this? Now he felt like, well, I'm no longer going to be, be a fisher of men. I'm just going to go back to my trade like many people have done when they have messed up. Come on, somebody, and said, forget it. I'm just going to throw in the towel. I'm no longer going to live for God. I'm just going to do my own thing. But that is not the time to give up. Even though we may fail, listen, God still loves us even in our failures. Come on now. And he cares about us. Even though Peter messed up, Peter denied the Christ, that didn't stop God's purpose and plan in his life. That didn't stop the season that he was going in. That didn't stop it. Everybody say it didn't stop it. And I thank God for that. And then I want to share this last one with you. And understand this. Remember that Christ is greater than your failures. Say greater. He is. And then I think about this, because understand this, on the day of Pentecost, prior to that, what happened is the Lord told them as the disciples and Peter being one, and then the other 119 says, I want you to go to the upper room and I want you to wait and I want you to wait upon me. Because when you wait, I want you to wait for a promise, not me. I want you to wait for a promise because I'm going to go to my father. Hey, I'm going to ascend. But as you wait, there's going to become what? Another comforter who is going to come and going to comfort you. And guess what they did? They waited. Man, they prayed. I mean, they, you can say this, man. They, they, I mean, they stepped out. They stepped out. They prayed. They were believing God and trusting God. And what happened? Glory to God. The spirit of God began to fall in that place. Man, the anointing, the power of God filled that place. And the Bible says that that made the, as, as, as a, a rushing mighty wind filled the room. And they're all filled, come on, with tongues. And they began to, to speak, come on, in other languages and other tongues. The power of God fell in their life. That's another new season for them that they walked into. Say new season. Now I'm saying to you that also, number three, here it is. Number three, when you step into a new season, what it's going to do on the inside of you, it's going to birth the champion on the inside of you. You are a champion. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm a champion. And you are a champion. See, Peter was transformed from a fisherman to a preaching machine. God will transform you from whatever you do. And you think, oh, man, all I do is this. Oh, I'm just a student. Oh, I'm just, you know, this. You know, I, you know, I just work here and I work there. I'm just a regular business person. But God will transform you as that regular person or whatever you feel like you are into a preaching machine that he'll use you to reach people who are lost. He'll use you, listen, to spread the gospel and help people to walk into their new season if you'll be willing to be used. Are you willing to be used? That's the question. Am I willing to be used because if you're willing now I didn't say there won't be any challenges see I, I didn't say that 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 you you won't have to go through a change or there won't be any challenges 
But understand, as you as you trust God and you believe God, then he'll begin to grow you up and you become strong in the Lord and the power of his might, not your might. You begin to do what God has called you to do. Oh, it's a new season. Everybody say it's a new season. And so what I want us to realize that today, that we're stepping into a season of prosperity. We're stepping into a new season of blessing. We're stepping into a new, a new season of wisdom. We're stepping into a new season of healing. Whatever you need, it's time to step into that season. Whatever you're believing God for, it's time to step into that because God wants to bless you. He wants to increase you. He wants to multiply everything, listen, in your life. How many have dreams? How many have desires? Oh, this is the time, I believe, the year where God wants those manifestations of those dreams and those desires to come to pass. Will you believe with me? Will you trust God together? Oh, man. Now, how many have ever been? Listen, how many have ever been, I mean, you watch, how many have your favorite, I mean, even this past weekend, wow, all these football games. Now, how many really get into the football or sports or maybe you get into a cooking show, right? What I mean by that is simply this, man, you know what I'm talking about. Ooh, that looks good. And you got your little notebook out and you writing down the recipes. You know what I'm talking about. Come on. How about craft shows? Right. Oh, man. How do they make that? Here's, listen to me. This is what I'm saying. Or how, how about how about a movie? Your favorite movie? What's your favorite movie? Right. Listen, listen to me. Stay with me. How many whatever your favorite movie is or your favorite team is on television. Do, do you just sit there and, and, and sit down on your couch and not say anything and just watch and say that's nice? No, if you're like me and I'm watching a football game, I'm just about up in the television myself. Come on, man. How could you do that? Come on, man. Well, you got bricks for hands, you know, all that stuff. Come on. You know what I'm saying, right? In other words, I'm in it. In other words, man, I'm, I'm all in. In other words, I'm not just sitting there idly watching by. I'm like, man, I'm part of it. And it's become a part of me. What I'm saying to you this morning is this, that it's time for us to not sit idly by, but to stop just watching on the sidelines and to get involved and get all in. Say, Lord, whatever you have for me, whatever you want me to do, I'm going to do it. Listen, it's a new season. Now, because of that, I'm going to show you a video. Now, I want us, just like if you're at home, don't mess with me. Just like, listen, just like you're at a ball game. You know, I've seen some of you, man, you can shout, you can yell, you can scream, and it's exciting. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to stand up on your feet right now. And what we're going to do in this video, I want us to participate. Everybody say participate. Because this is our time to step into a new season that God has brought for you and me. And as you do this, I believe God will begin to release some things in your life if you'll just step out in faith. Remember how Peter stepped out in faith. Remember how he stepped out on the water, right? Are you with me? So don't just look at this as a video. Oh, that's just a video. Oh, no. I want you to put yourself there. I want you to be a part of it. And I want you to get involved. Come on. I want you to, to shout with me. Let's enjoy this together. And as we, as we continue to watch this, and it's going to be a blessing to you, I know you're going to like it, and you're going to enjoy it. Praise God. Here we go. Turn that up. It's a new season. Everybody say it's a new season.